The Origins of Greek Mythology The Titanomachy symbolises the victory of order over chaos. Nile Livingstone The Greek word mythos can indicate, amongst other things, a public utterance expressing the authority of its speaker. In fact, by the classical period, myths were principally instructive, hence Plato's dim view of these stories being in the hands of anyone but philosophers. Myths helped crystallise beliefs and fashion a means of observing and categorising patterns in daily life. According to Hesiod, the pre-world was populated by personifications. He painted the picture of the primordial geography of his worldview by dramatising the personification of those elements he considered primal. This is a perfectly arbitrary folkloric trope, but in the case of the ancient Greeks, the antagonism was infused with strains of uncomfortable duality. Hesiod's intention was to glorify Zeus, but in doing so he created a melodrama that would last the ages. The chasm mentioned by Hesiod is a synonym for the ancient Greek word for chaos, and Earth is the mighty mother goddess Gaia, in whom was located the hellish Tatara, or Tartarus, where the Titans would ultimately meet their fate. Interestingly, Hesiod also places Eros, the embodiment of erotic love, at the conception of the cosmos too, thus providing the ancient Greek readers with a foundation for procreation and the lasciviousness of all deities. As a result, the act of creation begins with chaos, Gaia, Mother Earth, and Eros, erotic love, but these are no quaint grandparental figures or benign personifications. Chaos was capable of giving birth to the most macabre, inherently bleak and chaotic elements of the world, without the need for a reproductive partner. Chaos spontaneously bore both Erebus, Darkness and Nyx, Night, whose offspring were suitably morbid and must be credited as such in order to lessen the blame on Pandora for bringing all the sorrow into the world. The list of Nyx's offspring reads like a dreaded guest list of the worst attributes of humanity. The Fates, Death Spirits, Nemesis, Retribution, Apate, Deceit, Geras, Old Age, Eris, Strife, Ponus, Toil, Lethe, Forgetfulness, Limus, Famine, the Algaia, Sorrows, the Hismini, Fights, the Machiae, Battles, the Phonoi, Murders, the Androctaceae, Manslaughters, the Nicaea, Quarrels, Sudia Logoi, Lies, the Amphilagae, Disputes, Dysnomia, Lawlessness, Eight, Delusion, and finally, as a frail light in the darkness and the law that maintains it, Philotes, Friendship, and Hawkus, Oath. It's important to remember these bleak personifications are the inhabitants of the world into which the Titans would be born. From the very beginning of Hesiod's Theogony, the reader is greeted with an array of reasons as to why order is to be honoured and achieved at any cost. Seeing that chaos had no need for her, Gaia had to become her own catalyst for the cosmos. 
Gaia bore Aranos, Sky, whom Hesiod refers to as Starry Heaven, so that he should cover her all about, to be a secure seat for ever for the blessed gods. It wouldn't be long, however, before said Starry Heaven had lost all connection with any security for the gods or otherwise. 